What up, y'all? You're listening to the Gabacho Borracho U.S. Soccer Talk Podcast with your host, Thomas Miller and Corey Adair. Your go-to podcast for gambling on soccer and hot, hot, hot U.S. men's national team takes. Take it away. Go, go, USA! Gratefully claims it. Distribution. Brilliant. Landon Donovan. Or if things on here for the USA, can they do it here? Cross. And Dempsey is denied again. And Donovan has scored. Oh, can you believe this? Go, go, USA! Certainly through. Oh, it's incredible. What's up, everybody? This is Thomas Miller, and I just wanted to let you know that the Gabacho Borracho U.S. Soccer Talk podcast is sponsored by Moneyline Dice. Moneyline aims to revolutionize the sports betting market through the creation of both functional and novelty products that sports bettors of all levels will enjoy. Spotted by its golden peaks, the Moneyline logo symbolizes winning and winning big. Feature products include Moneyline Sports Betting Dice, Moneyline Sports Betting Pocket Notebook, Snapback Hat, and more. Use promo code CODA10, K-O-T-A-1-0, to receive a 10% discount on your next order. That's promo code CODA10, K-O-T-A, for 10% off your next order at MoneylineDice.com. Now let's get back to the show. Mr. Worldwide to infinity, <laughs> you know the roof on fire. We go boogie, hoogie, hoogie, jiggle, wiggle, and dance, <laughs> like the roof on fire. We go drink drinks and take shots until we fall out, like the roof on fire. Now, baby, get my booty naked, take off all your clothes, and light the roof on fire. Tell her, tell her, baby, 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 All right. Three, two, one. <laughs> All right, everyone. We've got the next episode of the Gabacho Baracho U.S. Soccer Talk podcast. Uh, there, there, there's one other show in the network that has the same mindset that we do when it comes to this, and that's the High and Inside Boys. They they don't count. I lose okay. count. I, I mean, I can't even remember the fucking numbers in my Twitter handle half the time. Yeah, dude, it's like on Spotify or something, probably. Yeah, but we we really don't care. Whatever but the number is, it's yeah. a it's a show. Here's an here's another show. Yeah, it's today the... is March 11th. It's Friday, and Fridays in Gabacho Borracho Land mean only one thing. Yeah. All right, so for this week's episode, it's going to be a little bit different, Dan. Dan with his sports journalism that he does, you know, he covers, he covers a lot of sports and we talk about it pretty regularly on this, on this, on this show. He is currently covering the big 10 basketball men's conference tournament. <laughs> I mean, that was a, yeah, a long way to get to that. Yeah. yeah he's covering I, the big 10 conference tournament. Yeah. Penn state is making a solid run. 
they're playing their quarterfinal mat match, <laughs> their quarterfinal game tonight. Yep, against Purdue. Hopefully they keep winning. That means uh, Dan Gibbs keep working. And uh, so yeah, he's not uh, going to be featured in the show. But uh, we do have his picks for this week, which is like, uh, you know, they're usually the best picks of yeah all of us. Like. Yeah, he he <laughs> he generally he generally crunches the numbers in such a way that he he has a pretty pretty good betting history. And if you, I mean, if you want, I mean, in all reality, we give you our Twitter handles every week, but you could easily just follow us on Action Network. We all have Action Network accounts. We all track all of our public bets you know so if you really want to know what's going on just to get in there and, and tail us we we're not too bad you know i had a really bad day today but i had a really good day yesterday in fact <clears throat> i didn't win a single bet today and i didn't win all my bets yesterday but mm. out of the two days i broke even so you know it, it we're we we do love the sport we kind of we just get a good feel for it we see what's going on and we're not too bad at being able to see what's gonna happen. So it's definitely worth following. And it's a, it's, it's, I mean, we're part of the Coda Capper sports gambling network. We are, you can't, you can't see it right now, but Thomas is rocking a beanie. I'm rocking this clean white hoodie. You know, we, we love this network. We're, we're, we're all excited. And, and in all reality, there is one thing our podcast has that nobody else in the network has. And that is we have the single biggest sporting event in the world this year. Yes, we have the women's CONCACAF <laughs> World Cup qualifying tournament Dude, coming the, up in the summer. It's World Cup 2022. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. The whole, the, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, and it's coming up in November and December. First time ever. Um, it will be in the winter months because it's in Qatar. It's very hot there. It's going to be less hot, Dude, I guess, in November. In, in all honesty, in all honesty, let's be real about something. The evolution of the game of soccer in the world stage mm -hmm. and the changing of the rules in the last 20 years has evolved at such a rate that the 100 years before it had less evolution. Yes. Like you tell me things about the 80s where they had no subs. <clears throat> even if, if you got hurt, yep. you played down a man. So it incentivized like this super physical, rugged sport because the if if your team had more men standing by the end of the match, mm -hmm. you had a better chance of win. So you had to be tough. Right. And so then the evolution of adding three subs and now adding five subs and water breaks when you play in the summertime in, in a jungle or in a desert. And yeah. The, all all of the things VAR, 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 adding VAR to get calls right. And now they're even moving the dates of the World Cup. Yeah. The evolution of soccer in the last 20 years, they they really want to get it right. They want to put a good product on the field. They well, do. They want to put a good product on the field, but uh, it always remains <laughs> um, the perfect yet imperfect sport. And this week, uh, their prime example of of that uh of what happened in mexico and and so like we don't gotta get into it you know our thoughts are with the victims and everything but that kind of combined with us both having terrible betting weeks as far as champions league no i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna say something here mm -hmm. i'm actually i'm gonna 
I'm actually kind of a little bit calling out the network here. Uh, the only person, and give the network a little bit of credit, the only person that actually gave two shits about the whole thing was the quote unquote, you know, the, the CEO, Pace, Pace, the, the, the OG, the godfather, or whatever you want to call him. Mm-hmm. He did point out to me that it was crazy that nobody even really had anything to say. Like, this is something that the entire sports world should be talking about. Yeah. Everybody should be holding <clears throat> every political official accountable accountable in every facet of the way, whether it's the Mexican Soccer Federation, which apparently is Rafa. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. dude, I fucking learned that. I did, I, we haven't even talked about that. Mm-hmm. I now know the president of the MAFMA is Rafa Marquez. Yep, he is. Which means he's bought by the cartel. <laughs> we don't know that. Oh, we don't, we know. And we don't want to. We don't want to put that on recorded air. Probably not. <laughs> but we, we know, know. We know something's up. Something's up. The people who created that uh, terrible scene at Querétaro, like it seems like they're controlled by something that is much bigger than sports that doesn't have any place in sports. Uh, Mexican government doing what they always do, um, lying, covering shit up. They're saying there's no deaths, things like that. It's just a terrible, I've had, I've it's had, a black eye for the sport. I'm going to say this. I've had, I've had people that you could trust more on the topic because, you know, I am where I'm, I, I'm from where I'm from. I am who I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about another country's soccer federation. Yeah. And you're right. We don't want that on air. I'm not scared of it being on air. I, I, like nothing's going to happen to me. Yeah. So, but, Only but, like but six people listen to this. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, 30, but whatever. 30. Maybe on a good week. Yes. But the, the, the <laughs> point here is that I, I've had other people who you would deem more credible straight up come to that conclusion before I said it out loud. Yeah. Where I say, yeah, dude, Rafa Marquez is the president of the MAFMA. And they go, wait, what? Oh, dude, he's bought. He's bought and paid for. And then I go, yeah, he's probably bought and paid for his whole career. <laughs> like, yeah, after seeing what he said this week, it makes me fully believe he was bought and paid for his whole career. Yep. And, uh, I mean, just kind of prove uh, how little hold Liga Mekis has on their uh, actual league. Uh the sanctions that were laid out were pretty weak. Um, they should get the death penalty. Yeah, they should have been um, disbanded. Disbanded. The the owners should be forced to sell the team um, at the least. That team should cease to exist for at least another twelve calendar months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least, at least there were like similar instances. Like there should I be no games of. played in that stadium by that franchise. Period. Yeah. Period. Period. Yeah, that stadium. Yeah, I mean, because it, 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 it because it went beyond that. I mean, like we're not going to get into every single detail. But well, no, I mean, no, no, no. It was here, here, it was clearly my, planned. Here's my point. Here's mm-hmm. my point. The reason, didn't do shit. The reason I love soccer mm-hmm. is because I went to a different country, and mm-hmm. I saw people in that country with passion for a sport, and it wasn't even it 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 wasn't the same exact thing that I had, right. but it was similar enough with these hundred the people in Honduras, the Hondurans, and their love for their national team. Rivaling, and Barca and Real Madrid. 
whatever whatever <laughs> soccer team like their love for soccer yeah. rivaled my love for nebraska football yep and it really made me realize holy crap like the word fanatic exists in the world in the same sense that it exists here for whoever's listening to this whatever your top team is whatever team you love so i've heard i've heard b russ say it's the raiders like his team's the raiders okay um i believe i believe soups is the twins okay like he's a baseball guy mm-hmm. and i believe he, i know it's the, it's the twins and the vikings or like those are the two that that he absolutely loves i know my my grandma's a packers mm-hmm. you're everything hawkeye yeah. I'm everything Husker. Yeah. You know, and, and every, every person that I know that loves sports, I go through, they all have a favorite team that they're a fanatic. Of. Right. Like when you go beyond that, just, I love this. No, like when this is now your favorite thing, you're a fanatic. Mm-hmm. And when I went to that country, I experienced that, that, that their love for this sport was fanaticism. And they knew, I don't even, I mean, half of them, I couldn't understand because I didn't know Spanish as well as I do now. Yeah, but I guarantee you, there probably there was probably somebody talking to me about, about Barcelona, and I had no idea who Barcelona was, and they were telling me about players, or they were talking about. I actually, no. Now that you bring that up, Ronaldinho was huge at the time, right? Yeah, but everything that happened there had nothing to do with the love for soccer. Oh no, it's the it's the it's the it, evil yang to the yin. Yeah, yeah, and it happens all over the world too. Like, uh, there's been a lot of, uh, I guess, xenophobia going on towards Mexicans after that. But, I mean, it happens all over the world. Uh, it's it's happened in the past. There's been sanctions laid down. Liverpool did something in the 80s, I believe. Um, <laughs> and UEFA banned all English teams from... You, I think the Liverpool fans did something in, in uh, the Liverpool, Champions League. Liverpool and then, stormed the field, tried to storm the field. No, that's and, a different thing, though. Oh, oh yeah. that's a different thing. The different thing, yeah. Like they, it was a, it was a similar situation, but because of that, they banned UEFA banned all English teams from the Champions League for five years. That's like 1986 to 1990. They couldn't compete. Liverpool huh. couldn't compete for six years. And those were their best six years as a franchise, actually. Yeah, and it, and and then you look at the sanctions that the the Liga MX. Oh, dude, it's uh, pussy. Lay it down. It's nothing. Really. Uh, that's kind of. That's kind of. I guess. What's the one for gender? What's the word? Weak. <laughs> well, no. When I say that's pussy shit, that's that's like sexist, apparently. But yeah. no, I mean it's 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 weak. It's, it's weak. weak. Yeah, I mean, I don't think pussy shit. Like uh, uh, in any sort. Well, of I heard the high and inside guys say gay a bunch of times, and so if they can say gay. No. I feel like I can say pussy shit. Yeah. We're not gay. No, no. But no. like, okay. Sorry. So like getting back on track. I, I what they did. No, was... this is this is my subconscious mm-hmm. tendency to avoid a tough topic. Yeah. I don't want to talk about this. Yeah, we don't yeah. I saw people fucking die. Allegedly. No, no. <laughs> Allegedly, according to the Mexican government. Yeah, no, no, dude. The, there were a few specific things that I saw in video yeah. that, like, I, I purposely changed it from multiple videos. But there was a few videos that I didn't change it, and I just watched the rest of it. And what I saw, I saw people go into the evilest of corners of their heads, 
and do things to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. People died. Yeah, they they did, and you know, the like, it's been brought up like the wording that people have used, like the inside the, the phrases, stadium. Yeah, inside the stadium or at the stadium, <clears throat> people have not died. Things like that. Uh, um, no, people just, died like, at the stadium. Like a like a just like a little kind of dive into into Mexican culture and Latin American culture. Like uh, there's a there's a distrust of government in the USA by a lot of people, but uh, it's extrapolated in Latin America. Yeah, I mean the Mexican government has lied about things um, as recently as like COVID deaths. Um, what's the what's it, the, what's it in Chiapas? The, the 43 so, students who have disappeared and they were they were probably most likely killed by the police. Kind yeah, of thing. so there's. In the United States, a good example of that would be, say, like the Tuskegee experiment. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 That's or child's AIDS, play. Like AIDS. Yeah. But like that's AIDS, child's play. AIDS worldwide. But that's like, that's child's play. Yeah. I mean, it's just like th- how many how many how like, many young women have disappeared in Mexico in the last fifty years? Exactly. And I mean, you can go city by city or whatever, and um, they're just missing, or they ran off. They ran off with their <clears> lover. <throat> kind of thing to where yeah yeah but no no it really happened i mean no yeah, the, I mean, this distrust is serious like it's whether you're right or left or central it doesn't matter where you're at if you go to the polar opposites of the center spectrum mm-hmm. they convince you that the other side is evil right so you don't trust that half but in latin america Nobody trusts the government. Nobody. It doesn't matter how right or left you are. Everybody knows that drug dealers pay politicians. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, everything is ran by that. Las Barras, they're ran by that. Uh, and, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's such a shitty situation. And um, I think I... I think I said to you the day after it happened in like five, 10 years, there's going to be like an awesome documentary about this. And we're going to have like more of a, an idea of what actually happened, but you, you will never, ever know. Um, no, you also said that on by Sunday evening, you said that it was all going to be deleted from Twitter. <clears throat> and at the time it wasn't all right. by Monday evening. It was. Yeah, absolutely. There were videos. It, yeah. I woke up. Dude, I saw people. Use, I saw people use handrails that were eight feet above the marching surface, so mm-hmm. eight feet above your head. They were grabbing those handrails and then using that as leverage to jump and stomp double-footed on somebody's head. Yeah, eight times. <laughs> yeah, you're dead. <laughs> you're dead. And we we have you know in this network they cover UFC right. <clears throat> um, stuff right dude that shit would have been cold what i was bringing up is that we've seen knockouts we've seen people be knocked out oh dude i argue this about i argue about the combat sports but we don't punch tko is beautiful yeah it's beautiful there's a difference between not being knocked out and being completely stripped naked laying in a giant pool of blood yeah (laughs) you know so it's like no how knocked out were you or were you absolutely dead as fuck and i can truly compare this the, in the, the, <laughs> the only the only way i can express this is that if you paid attention to history class 
you learn about like the ancient Roman empire and how they could get super like barbaric with some of their shit mm-hmm. where hmm, I want that one. Right. I know what it is, <laughs> <laughs> but they could get super barbaric with their shit. It's mine. And they would go like pure animalistic. That That's yeah. the only phrase I can use for it is like barbaric and animalistic where all of a sudden the chaos is their source of energy and they just feed on it. And it, the, the worst of human beings doesn't matter at that point. They just feed on the current situation and it's just totally barbaric. Mm-hmm. And I read about that shit in ancient history books with the ancient Roman empire and the shit like at the Colosseum and, and, We played a game a month ago where we talked about that Brazilian referee yep. and how I thought it was crazy that that happened in 2013. Mm-hmm. This is worse. This is worse. It's worse. But I don't want to, I don't want to make, I mean, we've already been going for 20 minutes on this, so <laughs> I don't want to make, and it also makes me uncomfortable. I don't like talking about it. It's the worst of human beings. And I do believe in what Hurt Gomez said. Mm-hmm. Like the thing about Mexico that you don't, forget is the people right like you you go down there it doesn't matter if you go to a resort it doesn't matter where you go you go to mexico and you have this affinity for mexico after you leave it's because of the people that you met it's because the people that you met um you know it's a beautiful country but it's an extremely flawed country as well like from the top to the bottom from the bottom to the top as most countries are, you know, yep. and so we spend a ton of time on that. And like, like as far as like other soccer stuff, you know, next week we we'll, will probably have the roster drop, and you know we can. Oh, we're gonna have a lot to talk about next week. We're coming up to a serious. I mean, in all honesty, <laughs> ever since the loss in Trinidad and Tobago. Mm-hmm. Two weeks from now is the biggest moment in United States men's national team. Yeah, since then, yeah, we'll be playing two or three of make biggest, or break biggest games in you know U.S. men's modern, national team modern, history. No, 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 because no. because every World Cup supersedes the last. Yeah. So this window is the single most important moment in U.S. men's national team history yeah. since the last, and the last moment like that was Trinidad Tobago. Yeah, it, it's it, it, that that's like the craziest thing about uh, international soccer is like how long it fucking takes to get to the next World Cup. Like, like I don't think I even knew you when we lost to Trinidad and Tobago. No, <laughs> seriously. When we lost to Trinidad and Tobago, you had just come back from Guatemala. It, no, it was a few years after that. But like, I no I, no. Wait, wait, when did you come back? 2014 2014 yeah so it was 2016 it was 2017 yeah, every yeah, every fucking like town and 
the Midwest that's like minimum two thousand people. There's a Thomas Miller. <laughs> oh no, dude, Remsen, Remsen is where my parents lived, and mm. there was a Thomas Miller that I was friends with in Remsen. And so I was like, "Well, is he from Remsen?" And they're like, "Well, I don't know where he's from." And I would say, "Well, okay, uh, is he say five foot eight, five foot nine, buzz cut, bearded?" Oh no, 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 he's he's like he's exactly your height. Mm. And yeah, you, he looks like you. <laughs> yeah. And I would go, uh, well, no, this guy clearly, no, the Thomas Miller I know does not look like me. <laughs> and, so, and to be, to be honest, the, this Thomas Miller does not look like you, but dude, we, we do not look like each other. We've experienced, we just experienced the other day, we went into a gas station. We were getting some, some supplies. That's not even the best example. But I mean, that's the most recent example. But, Okay, it's not even Tyson because the reason I bring it up is because Tyson, well, Tyson, Tyson Foods, shout out Tyson Foods. We wear helmets and we all kind of wear similar clothes. How many white stuff. people at Tyson said that we looked alike to you? White people? A, a lot of white people, honestly. Yes. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it's you're using a specific example because it just happened. Well, I'm just using the most recent example. What I'm saying is we, we weren't probably, wearing Tyson shit. We were just no. hanging out. Yeah. And this and this this girl was like, "Are you guys twins?" I was like, "No, no." <laughs> and and please give us our money back. We don't want to buy anything from here. <laughs> no, I mean, it was just like, yeah, I dude. Guess, I had um, I, I I had a guy. We don't was, look alike though. No, we don't. We have different colored yeah. eyes. We have I I, <laughs> I mean, dude. In all honesty, in all honesty, we don't actually. If you if you oh yeah, like, what is dude, no this is gonna get me canceled if you're white and you're used to hanging out with white people and <laughs> that's all you hang out with and yeah. you came across us you would say well maybe maybe we're cousins the, the maybe the first person I ever told me was jake oliver he's not he's, white he's white yeah half I mean, white he's half yeah but he's, i mean <laughs> As far as I can remember, that was a no. That's thing. the crazy part is that it's people <laughs> that you wouldn't expect to not be able to see the difference. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, it's and dude, and it's all because we both have red beards, we right. wear short hair, we both have colored eyes. It doesn't matter what the color of the eyes are. Yeah, like there's random things that are similar that make it apparently that we're twins. <laughs> nah, dude, this shit's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. She I cannot... literally said twins, though. Twins. Everybody says fucking <laughs> twins. <laughs> everybody weird, says weird. twins you know how many people came up to me speaking spanish yeah i've heard i know i i i i had a a friend who was like uh like i said hi to her one time this is this is several years ago at tyson uh for the podcast and she was like kind of like uh like uh short with me and abrupt and and then like i talked to her the next time i was like i was like why are, why are you being weird you know or why are you being rude and like she was like, uh, you walked past me and I was like screaming at you and saying hi. And you just like you just completely ignored me. And I was like, when? And she she mentioned a specific time on like a specific specific day that I knew that I wasn't there. And then I remembered, oh, wait, 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 Corey now has this same colored helmet that I do. Yeah, because I got a job. I got a job <laughs> yeah. that the hard hat was the same color yeah. as Thomas. And I was like, 
no it so it wasn't me and she was like are you serious it's like yeah i'm i mean like no so, i mean that's the kind of confusion me. i cannot wait for the moment that <laughs> me and thomas together get to meet some of the people in the network because the <laughs> the total conversation for the first 15 minutes is going to be are we twins because we're not we're fucking not nah we're not damn that ball just went off the inside of the bar and bounced out. That oh, I saw wild. I saw a worse one the last 48 hours. Yeah. All right. So anyway, like, so we so, covered a, no, no, hold the on, worst hold part on, of hold soccer. Hold I'm super excited for this. I'm <laughs> okay. I'm super excited about this. I, I don't give a fuck about what we talk about. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't fucking care. That we are going to bring to you our all-time greatest of all time, starting eleven of people who never played soccer. Of Americans who played nerds. Of Americans who never played soccer. This is if we could make a U.S. men's national team of just athletes, pro, pro athletes, pro athletes. You got all pros. <clears throat> you got yeah. Nebraska guys on there. No, I don't have any Nebraska. <laughs> oh no, I, dude, I'm trying to win a World Cup. <laughs> all right. No, dude. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is the total irony here. Me and Thomas are huge U.S. men's national team fans. We are also just big sports fans in general, mm-hmm. and. I I often do like on a regular basis, semi-regular basis, fantasize about some of the American pro athletes who could have grown up playing a sport where they had a ball attached to the end of their foot. Let's okay, let's run it back a little bit. It's okay. This is kind of like the the initial argument is that if if uh if if all of the greatest athletes in the United States decided to play soccer. All right. So some of these greatest athletes of all time, I mean, we talk about like goats and there's just straight goats, right? It, um, Michael Jordan comes up to mind, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, one that I would say Julius hmm. Peppers. Oh yeah. That's, that's, could a- you imagine if that motherfucker played soccer? Dude, I, I say that <laughs> about LeBron James. Yeah, yeah, I think LeBron James is the most, the epitome of American physical specimen that we could have ever talked about. Yeah. So there, I have often fantasized about, and I will use that word. I don't give a fuck. Fantasized, <laughs> fantasized about if some of our greatest athletes of all time had chosen this sport instead. Yeah. <clears throat> and what it would mean for our men's national team. Yes. So what we're going to do for you, and the best part about this is, Thomas and I have floated out names at certain positions. But it's, I've said two names to him. He said two names to me. We've never talked about a starting 11. We've never talked about substitutes. We've never talked about formations or anything. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to bring to you tonight is our formations with the athletes outside of soccer that are American-based. Yes. And what positions they'd play and what your starting 11 be for the greatest of all-time athletes. Uh, we're doing, so, but you picked all-time people? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm doing current mm-hmm. athletes. Um, well, we can mix and match. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I thought we were doing all time athletes. Uh, mo- most of the, most of the guys that I picked are current. They're current. Mo- most that I've picked are current, but there uh, are a few that aren't current. I- I'll put it this way. Everybody that I've picked is a greatest at whatever they did in our lifetime. Okay. Yeah. See like that, that's kind of like the, one of the things that I, actually kind of took a look at was like age of some of the guys and like that's why like 
LBJ is uh, LeBron James, <laughs> if you will, is like uh, not on my my. Oh no, team. it's fine if you picked other people because mm-hmm. I think I think we could actually come up with like an ultimate eleven. Yeah, but let's go ahead and start it off. So, so we're, did we explain it good enough? This is just American athletes who don't play soccer as our starting eleven U.S. men's national team greatest of all time. Yes. Okay. Uh, do you want me to start? No, no, no. I kind of want to start. Okay. <coughs> all right. So go through. You're gonna go through your entire team. Pretty much. Well. I got an entire team. Oh no, no, I'm not going through mine. I'm gonna go through formation groups, like like positional groups, and then we'll go back and forth. Oh, I I picked in a starting eleven. Yeah, and we'll go through position groups, and then okay, so we're so, gonna go back and forth. So I'm gonna tell you my formation, my goalie. Okay, and then you'll tell me your formation goalie. Okay, sounds good. And then we'll go to our back line, and then you go to your back line, and we'll go back and forth. Excellent. Perfect. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. So I'm going to start with a three, four, one, two. Okay. Can I interject? That's a terrible formation. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. kidding. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> it's my favorite formation. I love having the triangle at the advance. Yeah. I love having three center backs, especially when you can get athleticism there. And yeah, I know. I didn't you see know. it. Yeah, I saw it. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. But I, I, I like the, the 3 4 one, two because I like the triangle up front. I like for you to have a group of people in the front that can transition between a 3 4 2 one, a 3 4 one, two, or a 3 4 3. I like having a variety of guys up front there. And I like the 3 4. The 3 4 for the back, for, back side of it, I, I, that's, my, that's my ultimate. So I'm going to 3 4 one, two. And for my starting goalkeeper, I'm going LeBron James. Okay. That's very interesting. My formation. But but here's the thing. Because I believe that if LeBron James grew up playing soccer, he'd also be 50 pounds less, which means his athleticism would go through the roof. (laughs) And the strength that he naturally has. the, The ability for him to cover from one corner of the net to the other corner of the net, opposite corner. Yeah. With a strong hand. All right. Like I just I I think I I mentioned this to you before we recorded. I said my goalie will make you want to change your goalie. Well, let's see. All right. So I'm going the traditional 4231 <clears throat> which is used by most most teams this day and age. A lot of teams still go with that 433 uh you know basic 442 451 whatever you want to call it. But I'm doing the 4231 I'm gonna have both my 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 sixes. They're gonna double pivot, by the way. But we'll get into it when I get into it. Um, for my goalie, I'm picking Anthony Davis. See, I don't think I don't think Anthony Davis has the lateral hip movement that LeBron James has. Dude. I don't think I don't think you know what he has. He's like six ten or something. Yeah, with a wingspan of seven foot six. You know what? You know what? I went through this thought <laughs> process, and you know who I was going to pick, but it wouldn't be American based. It'd be Giannis. Well, we can't pick him. That's another thing. Like, if I could pick the Greek freak as a fucking <laughs> yeah, no, and then but that's the thing Dude. I thought of. Like, I'm thinking of goalie, but but, but my in my defense here, in my defense here, no, I, it's I mean, it's that LeBron would be 50 pounds lighter, which would make him more athletic. 
see my thing i'm not doing all time and i'm not uh yeah no no you're good i'm saying right now anthony yeah. davis is 28 years old perfect age for a goalkeeper if anthony davis was dude, 30 you're pounds a penalty him. dude and he's just fucking standing there like you're you're intimidated yeah huge and i think he can move I oh mean, he can move he could run a point forward if he had to you know he shoots threes yeah no he he, he can dribble the ball <laughs> if you were going to pick a current player to do that role yeah that is a really really good player yeah yeah okay lebron at 24 or something maybe but that 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 was my basis it's like we're in 20 2021 2022 yeah and that's and... where we went different with it was <laughs> yeah. that i'm i'm going all time you're going current okay and, if and, i was gonna not... use old lebron though honestly like young lebron young lebron <laughs> yes what i meant by old lebron is i would i wouldn't put him at goalie either i'd put him at like uh you'd want to go crazy like a it. six yeah. or, or yeah. something yeah. like yeah. that because <laughs> like he's so he can just drop. He can he's just fast drop too yeah. yeah i actually looked up the 10 fastest nba players going into the season i don't know how they oh you're gonna you're gonna stumble across a couple of my players then but he he was like in the top 10 i mean he's still he's very fast he is beyond athletic for his frame yeah it's not fair yeah that's why i say greatest goalie of all time Mm, i wouldn't put him i feel like you're wasting his talents at goalie that's like the only thing i i think we've actually had a little bit of that conversation i don't care if i'm wasting his talents you're wasting his talents i don't i don't care (laughs) <laughs> I don't care because nobody's gonna fucking score on us. It'd be <laughs> nobody's gonna score on Anthony Davis either. No, no, no. Dude, seriously. I mean, you would have to like quick transition inside the box. If 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 we're going back to like since he was fucking 10 years old, he all he did was concentrate on being a goalie. He was gonna oh, like yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like you would, and shit. you would have to quick transition inside the box, like quickly pivot it and transition it to the other side and get a quick shot. Yeah, so like, just if, if anybody that is listening doesn't fucking pay attention to soccer, like, uh, if there's a free kick where there's a, a shot on goal opportunity, you can see the goalie. He's anticipating where he thinks the shot's gonna go, and even when That's the guy is approaching, comes into play. Even when the guy is approaching, he 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 maybe will take a step to where he thinks the goal or the shot's gonna go. Anthony Davis or LeBron, LeBron when he was like 25, wouldn't fucking. Yep. have to even do that because he'd be like all right fuck it i'm just gonna fucking jump. do a backflip and jump and stop this goal i'm just gonna jump all right all right you want me to go with my back uh, line we'll keep going go ahead go, go ahead go ahead all right so i did the the three four one two right so i'm gonna go with three center backs three center backs okay three center backs and i still haven't even fully decided on my third but i know who two are okay <laughs> go ahead <laughs> all right so with so when it comes to a three, four, one, two, me and Thomas always have this argument. Apparently, I don't play FIFA right. Apparently, <laughs> I don't play the sport in a conventional standpoint because I like my outside center backs to have more athleticism. But apparently, it's your inside center back in a three, four, one, two that's supposed to be able to bring the ball up. Yeah, he's the guy who goes up. All right, so if he's the guy that goes up, I'm bringing in Randy Moss. Randy, Randy Moss. How much do center backs weigh in today's soccer? They weigh more than Randy Moss. No, they don't. <laughs> How much does Randy Moss weigh? Or did he weigh? 205 pounds. 205 pounds. How much does PK weigh? 200 pounds. 
No. Look it up. I don't want to look it up. No, look it up. All right. All right. Who's your other center backs? Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. That's not a terrible center back. (laughs) Once again, I did not go all time. (laughs) All right. Gerard Piquet. Shakira's husband. By the way, for 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 B Russ that wanted to say yeah. that Carol G was Shakira or Pete <laughs> that wanted to say that Carol G was Shakira. Yeah. What is he? 200? Even? I don't even want to say. 185. 187. Yep. Yeah. Jesus. Dude, Damn. we outsize these motherfuckers. Okay. Beyond fucking belief. That's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. we can pick our guys. Yeah. And if they train for soccer, they would be in the shape that they need to be in. Right. So Dude, Randy, Randy, Ma- even... Randy Moss as the inside center back of a three man center back back line. Back line. Mm-hmm. Dude, come, come, come on, man. Yeah. I would. Any fucking corner, any I... fucking set piece. Do you think how anybody? Is... How tall is Randy Moss? Six four? Six five. Okay. See, I would with a 40 inch first center forward. No. <laughs> Defend your goal. All right. Yeah. And then. And then Dennis Rodman on the other side. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's getting, he's getting <laughs> red cards. Like, going control. <laughs> he's getting yellow card suspension, red card fucking front of the game, every fucking game almost. It, and then it, better world peace on the other side. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's nice. That's a good one. I like that one because he's only like 6'8", something like that. But right? still, but still 6'8", shadows everybody else in the center forward world. Yeah. So you got yeah. Randy Moss bringing the ball up, and you got Dennis Rodman and Meta World Peace, the only two defenders and rebounders that beat Phil Jackson. Yeah. As your goon center back squad. <laughs> Let's fucking go. They would be fucking like, yeah, they'd be volatile. Though. Like, oh my we god. We go down to 10 men a lot of times. We might go down to like nine or eight men. <laughs> but by the end of my starting lineup, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So, all right. It so, kind of so, like so, reinforces my two center backs. I'm going. Yeah, I said I no, right four two three one. I'm going. So my two center backs, and these are current athletes. I'm going Dion Williamson. Okay. Six foot six, fucking thick as fuck. He's already taller than everybody. He outweighs fucking PK by like, like seventy five fucking pounds. And at the other center back, I have Nick Bosa. Athletic as fuck. Okay, so if Athletic he played soccer his whole life, uh, that, then, then, that wasn't then, part yeah, of it. Well, no, but that, no, that has to be a part of it. He's too big. He's not too big, dude. He's, dude, he's, okay, if he can be at a left tackle. Randy Gregory would be a better fucking center back if you went based off a height and weight and frame at this point in time in their career. He would have had to have played soccer. He has to be 15 pounds lighter. I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pulling them out of the sport that they're in and putting them into the sport. I'm aggressiveness, pretending. aggressiveness, 100, right? Speed, very solid. He's going to run with your runners, you know? If, if you teach him to hold the fucking offside trap, dude's going to be fucking unstoppable. I'd rather go with my goons. You're going to your goons, man. Do you want my wingbacks? <clears throat> or... Yeah, go go for your wingbacks. I'm actually, because right. this is where things started to get hairy for me. Okay, so 
I'm I'm doing what I do on FIFA and, and I look for fucking speed. <laughs> same here, same here. Same yeah. Here. So this is the left back and right back, and 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 like I have no idea what foot they are or hand they are. Oh, so, I do. So I'm gonna like swap them, but I got left back. I got Honey Badger, Tyron okay. Matthew, right back, Terry Kill. Okay. This motherfucker. That's the other <clears> thing <throat> I do in FIFA. I always overlap. My fucking so do I yeah my 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 uh wing back so I mean could you just imagine Tyreek oh no no no, no. Those, are, those, are, <laughs> those are really good those yeah. are really good all right so that's ready? my back four. okay yeah. so so this is where we have a difference in opinion I'm going Go all time and you're going current yes but one of mine is actually pretty current mm-hmm. and my all time I think you could see exactly why I want to do it okay I'm going Derek Rose I left back, left wing back before the injuries. Well, yeah, we're <laughs> at this point. At this point, I'm assuming peak career performance, no injuries. Okay. He's also left footed. Yes. Is he? He's a lefty. No. Derek Rose. Derek Rose. Do you no. want to argue, dude? He's not a fucking lefty. Yeah, he is. No way. Yeah. Let me look it up. He's left-handed. I'm like a thousand percent confident. All right. Who's your other wing back? Percy Harvin. You're doing what, what formation are you in? Three, four? Three, yeah. Three, three four, four, one, two. two. Okay. Percy Harvin's a good pick. Derek Rose. <laughs> uh, left. All right. There's no G. Left. I I'm I know he's, not, he's right-handed. No, he's left-handed. He's fucking right-handed. No, he's not. <laughs> Dude, he's shooting a free throw in that picture. What hand is he shooting? What? Oh, Derek Rose is left-handed. Dude, that's him. He's shooting a free throw right there. What hand is he shooting in what? The right hand. It doesn't matter that much. No, it does. It doesn't. He's fucking right-handed, man. Think of his, like, throwdown slams before he got hurt with the Bulls. He was always throwing it down fucking right-hand, dude. He's not fucking right. I'm in left hand. <laughs> it's dominant. He drove the ball 58% of the time with his left hand. Drove it? Why? Because <clears> they started... <throat> They started taking away his right hand. They're NBA defenders, dude. They know what they're doing. He's a fucking right-handed shooter, dude. Doesn't no, mean not. that. No, he's dude. not. Okay, here's something about me. I'm a right-handed thrower. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a left. I'm a left-handed or left-footed kicker. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, a- you know what I wanted to bring up? Did we ever talk about this on the podcast? Taylor Tessman, who is at Venezia now. He could have went to fucking Clemson as a place kicker. His his father or something is some sort of Debo Sam or what's his name? Not Debo Sam. <laughs> fucking Clemson head coach, dude. Debo, the fucking Clemson football coach. Davos Sweeney. Davos, not Debo. Yes, Taylor Testman, who was for Colorado, I believe. Now at Venezia in Italy, 
he could kick a 50-yard field goal right-footed and left-footed. If he would have chose fucking football, he, I mean, he would have been probably one of the greatest place kickers. I feel like I remember Derrick Rose shooting left-handed at Kentucky. No, at Memphis. Sorry, at Memphis. At Memphis? I don't know. No, I, 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 so. I feel like I, I I feel like I remember that pretty well in NBA 2K that like he shot his shots left hand. <laughs> but no, okay. Well, either way, it doesn't either matter. way, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You can cut back it's in. Derek Rose, I left mm-hmm. back. Percy Harvin, I right back. See, like you'll see when I release the rest of my team, like I went with like the NBA guys who got like mad ball skills. I put them up top more than in the back. Uh so my formation was a four, two, three, one. So I'm going to move to my dual Full sixes back. who I did my fullbacks already. They were honey badger and tiger. Yeah, Hill. Yeah, yeah. So my dual sixes who are going to be double pivoting like a motherfucker. One will probably go forward more than the other. Uh, <clears throat> I got George Kittle at one and DK Metcalf at the other DK okay, Metcalf's so, the guy who's going to go forward. So I, I, more. I feel like the DK makes sense. I feel like if anything, Kittle needs to be a goalie. Why would Kittle need to be a goalie? He's not as athletic as everybody. He is around. as athletic as any six. No, he's just who's I, the best six in the world. Who's the best six in our in our lifetime? We would say probably Busquets. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is that with how big he is, he's not as athletic as you're giving him credit for at a six. Okay. He so, should be a center back or goalie. So I have Honey Badger <clears throat> and Tyreek Hill. They're going to be streaking forward nonstop. I'm just saying that I believe that George Kittle would be an amazing center back. I, he could be a center back. He's going to be the six who stays back. DK Metcalf is going to be the guy who goes forward with the attack. So you're going to end up in my formation. I'm not going to end up in your formation. You, no, you are. If you got because George I Kittle have, out there. Well, I have. George Kittle is just going to help the center. If back. you end up putting George Kittle at a six, <laughs> he's going to end up being a center back, and you're gonna he's not going to end up being a center back. He's going to help the center back. Okay, okay, and he's going to fuck up somebody if he has to. DK Metcalf too. If there's a fucking okay, a you ready for you? Okay, so I went with a three, four, yes. one, two, three, four, one, two. I still have to go with my midfielders. Right? Yeah, you you said your wing backs. Yep. So we got two midfielders. Who are your eights? <laughs> I have one picked. I don't necessarily have the other picked. Um. <clears throat> oh. I'm going to go with. Oh, this is the worst part. I don't have the other position back. I have one picked, and I don't know the other. So the I mean, one, the one, the one's Michael Jordan. <laughs> no, no, I'm going with Michael Jordan as a six. As a six. Yeah. Okay. He's six six. He's six six. So he's gonna be going forward with the offense. I'm no. Assuming. No. 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 He plays back with the defense. He clears out everything. <laughs> <laughs> he just think of this okay you can you can <clears> say <throat> that he didn't you know become a basketball player became a soccer player but you can't change his psyche which was i'm gonna score right 
No, 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 no. He's going to take control. He's going to take control. He's going to clear, take control. All right. He's going to distribute. Yep. He's going to do Pirillo. James Sands. Yep. <laughs> Just kidding. James Sands. <clears throat> That's the other part, though, is that I don't necessarily know. You know what? Actually, I'm going to go with. So here's the difference between me and Thomas when it comes to FIFA. I love my formation. But the thing is, is that apparently in a traditional three-man back line, your center back goes forward and your sixes, your center defensive midfielders. In a three-four-three, there's no sixes. So you're doing you're doing a three-man back line. So like the middle six or the middle fucking center back is kind of like a six almost. He's gonna distribute. Yep. It's like John Brooks at whisper kind of yeah you know and what i mean whatever go ahead <laughs> <laughs> all right so, michael jordan so at that point i'm gonna go with i'm gonna actually go with ocho cinco next to michael jordan <laughs> okay <laughs> this is yeah i mean okay i accept it <laughs> dude you're talking six 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 five so, yeah so there's six, like nine. taking up space in the midfield. That's what you want. You just don't want, well, I want any sort of attack too. to go through your midfield. But I want athleticism too. Like Michael Jordan's athletic. Ocho mm-hmm. Singo's athletic. They can both yes. lead it up. My two fucking wingbacks are fast as fuck. Yeah. They can advance it up. Right. It's my attacking midfielder. Can he come back on defense? Right. Like yeah. one out of every five tries. Right, but that yeah, I mean that's the yeah that's the concept behind behind the three man back line is that everybody can go forward besides him. Yep. Like okay, in, in my formation the four two three one, the three and the one part they're almost all attacking. Uh, they'll they'll, they'll track back when they need to if there's a long possession period, yeah. you know, they'll come back. So for my kind of uh, right wing left wing. Once again, I'm going speed, but I'm also going with agility and, uh, uh, you know, just, you know, offensive grossness. So I'm going Jamar Chase as my <laughs> left midfielder and Jonathan Taylor as my right midfielder. Not going to argue with that. Yeah. We're going to the fucking fastest team. Oh, ever. no, dude, dude, just wait, <laughs> just wait, just wait, because all I got left is my, my, my front three. Yeah. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with my center attacking midfielder slash center forward right now. Go ahead. AI. AI. Not a bad pick. No, dude. AI. Yeah. I mean, AI would have been the greatest center forward slash center attacking midfielder of anybody's generation if he had just grown up with the soccer ball at the end of his foot. Right. AI. He's got a mad shake. And the the, the fucking leader and controller of the offense. Yeah. Who who is also a guy who wants to score? No, yeah. I don't hate it. I like it. Oh, dude, no, like that's <clears throat> that's the ultimate mm-hmm. AI right there. So now you go with your next group, and then I'll go with my two forwards. All right. So I mentioned the left mid, right mid, and my four, two, three, one. My attacking midfielder is a. I think he's an AI product. Uh, John Morat. 
Yeah. Memphis Grizzlies. He's tall yep. as fuck, too, by yep. the way. Got a ton of shake. Very fast. Yep. Super. I think he would be an amazing 10. I'm not going to lie. So all I got left is a, a nine. So go ahead and go ahead with your two forwards or your two uh, attackers. I already used one of them as a center back. What? Randy Moss. <laughs> I just want Randy Moss everywhere. Randy Moss. <laughs> no, dude. I just want Randy Moss everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Like literally everywhere. Like, dude was the fucking freakest of freaks we've ever seen. Yeah. His like, dude. season was amazing. Not even as and beyond that, beyond that, too. dude. He went to like a place where careers go to die, mm-hmm. and then came out on top. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like I want all Randy Mosses. Yeah, all of them. Only time Tom Brady ever really yeah. had an amazing receiver. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, if unless you count like the white guys that he like, no, runs over the middle. No, Randy Moss is better. <laughs> Julian Edelman and shit. Randy yeah. Moss is better. Yeah. All right. So my two my two forwards, I need somebody who can also flare out a little bit. Right. 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 Yeah. So I'm gonna go with uh one Devin Hester. Nice. Yes, very athletic, pretty tall too. I think like six, six two. two, six, six two, one and a half. I like that. Yeah. Dude, he'll be fucking everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Dude, you just free your own that motherfucker. <clears throat> He's gonna be all over. He's probably gonna be defending. <clears throat> On the fucking back four and then sprint all the way up. And then being the guy yeah. on the fucking yeah, counter. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> That's what I mean. Hell yeah. I like that. Yeah. And then Michael Vick. Hmm? Michael Vick. Michael Vick. Not bad. I like it. I know too. he's got the, the dog shit, but I feel like <laughs> I feel like if he would have picked soccer, maybe he would have never gotten to dog fighting. Well, I feel like he proved himself. Yeah. You know, like I feel like yeah, I don't know. I he was like he is like six four, six five. Six, and right? dude, and honestly, honestly, if you wanted to say that the dog shit was like a reason that I can't pick him, that's fine. You know who I pick? Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Same sort of thing. Very fast. Lamar Jackson and Devin Hester. Dude, both our teams have a ton of fucking speed. And I love that. And the, but here's the thing: <laughs> Lamar Jackson six four, Devin Hester six two. Yeah. So that means they not only can play the point. They can actually flare out mm-hmm. with AI controlling it. He can find the open spaces and they can flare out however they need at the time. Right. And then you have fucking Percy Harvard and Derek Rose with that speed on the edge. And all of a sudden you're just like. Yeah. And then on set pieces, you have fucking Randy fucking Moss. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah. Can you just imagine that? Him flying through the air. <clears throat> to head in a goal. Yeah. And then, even if you were in your worst case scenario possible, <laughs> LeBron James coming Comes out running up, dude. That's why I'm saying <laughs> don't listen to that goalie. <laughs> don't. Yeah. No, dude. If you wanted to put LeBron James, if you wanted to run a formation that had a one at the point, mm-hmm. a true striker, LeBron yeah. James. Yeah. So that's what I have in the four-two-three-one. He has to hold up a little bit, but then also be like able to attack sometimes one one on three one on four that's why i pick demar DeRozan as my striker i like that too mm-hmm. all right and i'll roll he gives right- me dude he gives me like fernando torres where he's like not the best at anything he does but he's just like overall super good and and crazy clutch 
Yeah, crazy and, and X Factor yeah. matters. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's, that's, that, that, dude, that's, that's what we talk about all the time. That's man. something that crosses over between soccer and American football is like, who's a winner? Yeah, yeah. In, in I mean, okay, we talk about like strikers not being able to finish all the fucking time. Demar Derozan hits fucking game winning. Oh, he threes, game winning twos, game winning drives. And this is like, I'll roll into my subs real quick. Like if if I needed to pull that out, or okay, if 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 there was like more of a hold up sort of play, I'm gonna take Demar Derozan out of my center forward. I'm gonna put Kevin Durant in there. Okay, if I had to go all time, I'm probably gonna give Scottie Pippen the opportunity Ooh. to sub out for Dennis Rodman. All right. Whoa. Any I thought you're gonna back. put any Scottie Pippen at a any forward. Center. No, any center back. Yeah. No, dude, because I'm going with personality type here too. Yeah, you know, like like that would be a better defender. Right. Like you, you don't want to get so many red cards. Bring in Scotty. Right. You're not going to get a red card. Mm-hmm. Take out Meta World Peace. Take out Dennis Rodman. Bring in Scotty. Scotty will keep you in line. Right. You know. So 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 there's that. I also think I would make Christian McCaffrey my top backup for AI. Christian McCaffrey is a good pick. He's a good pig. Actually, pig. Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. At center, uh, at center attacking mid. Right. My, my, my AI backup. Right. The only, okay, like the only other subs that I want to go through is this guy like, to kind of muck up the midfield or just give it a change up in the midfield. I'd be willing to put Draymond Green fucking – Golden State Warriors. I feel like at a seat uh, as a CDM, like a six, six or or even a center mid center center, uh, center back. Yeah, and then the other guy I was thinking is Derrick Henry, who's big as fuck, and he's got he's got some wills too. It's not like we're gonna start playing slow if I put Derrick Henry onto my field, onto my pitch. No, <laughs> dude, he's gonna be a ball. Yeah. Musa. Only bigger, stronger, faster. Uncut. <laughs> I just feel like some of these guys are almost too big. Dude, they're not too big. We're gonna revolutionize the game. I how 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 are you gonna match up? Like if, if if you're just if you're running two lines of four and you got Tyron Matthew, Zion Williamson, Nick Bosa, Tyron. Oh come Kittle. on, you have to admit you like my <laughs> wingbacks more than your fullbacks. But I mean, they're, they're Derek Rose and Percy Harvin. I don't like Derek Rose at all. For a fullback? I don't like him at a fullback. I would put him at a right wing or something. I would put him at a right wing. I want him attacking all the time. In his prime. That motherfucker's so big. Yeah. All right. So. All right. Well, there it was. <laughs> we made you know, it. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, went, I went all time. Thomas went current. There's a lot of crossover. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's some fucking other athletes over here getting, you know, like. Dude, Kyler Murray could easily be a fucking 10. Be a short 10. He'd be like a messy 10. He's very short. But he could be. He could be. He could be. Dude, Hopkins. Yeah. Hopkins could easily be a center back. All right. Hopkins could be the best center back of our generation. Right. Yeah, 
I'm sure there's like American hockey players that we have no idea about. <laughs> oh, oh, dude, I'm sure, I'm sure. But like, I'm trying to think of other big receivers. Like, who do Julio? Julio Jones. Yeah. Julio at center forward on yeah. crosses or corners. Yeah, the one guy that like kept coming up every time I I was like looking up fast as fuck NFL guys was a uh, Rugs, but <laughs> we can't pick him. <laughs> Sorry, B Rugs. <laughs> Yeah, he's a baby killer. Yeah, he killed somebody. So we can pick him. All right, and then let's move into our picks. And as we mentioned, Dan uh, Dan Angel's not with us tonight um, because he is covering Penn State at the Big Ten Conference Tournament. So, but he did send us our, his picks, and um, so we will bring those to you. And uh, do you want to start off? Yeah, so I'm going to give you my first pick, and then we're going to pull up Dan's, and we will read Dan's exactly how he wants you to know his picks. Yes. You know, we're going to we're gonna read them word for word. But uh, I'm actually <clears throat> – right here, I'm combining a live recording with a play of the day. Mm-hmm. So the network puts out their plays of the day. <clears throat> I've seen them. Yep, and I don't often do this. In fact, I never do this. I usually just take the fucking juice and and drink the juice and then make the play. And that's the thing about me is when I give you a play with juice, I drink the juice. Yes. I do. I do. You're a big juice drinker. Oh, I will. I do. I grapefruit. It doesn't OJ. matter, oh, bro. Give me some OJ. <laughs> give yeah, me some I... OJ. Give me, give me some fucking agua frescas. Yeah, you know, just like give me, oh, give... God, dude. dude. No, I'm not. I don't like how my what, dude. This I is hate... a reveal. No, bro. I hate horchata. I don't like horchata either at all. I, I like how Micah though. No, it's tamarindo. No, I love it. No, nunca. Fuck yeah. horchata. No, I'm not gonna lie. Tamarindo, nunca. Horchata, tamarindo. But I'm saying, no, tamarindo. we're in agreement. No, no, tamarindo, mm. nunca. I never. Yeah, me too. I don't like it either. I like how Michael. I don't like horchata. I mean, it's either. like grapeish. Yeah, it's good. No, Micah's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. No, I think I like like the the fake Hamaica probably. If I got some real Hamaica, it'd probably be gross. <laughs> but like. <laughs> The sodium and the fucking okay, what? Sorry. All right. So, am I my second play or your first play? My play of the day. Play of the day. I'm gonna take Tottenham double chance, and both teams score. Who they playing? Me and you on the road. Nice, dude. Tottenham. Tottenham has been on fire. They've been on fire. And what's man use form been? Um, Super less bad. than fire. <laughs> Super bad. Yeah, less than fire. Super bad status. Good for like a mid table team, but bad for man you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, and Tot- Tottenham's not a bad franchise. No, they're not. No. So, so this is one where you'd expect a close game. Yes. Potentially a draw. Mm-hmm. So as long as Tottenham doesn't lose, and both teams score, so like I mean, at minimum I'm looking at a one-one draw. 
Right. Okay. I, dude, I feel like both teams are going to score. Totally possible. Absolutely. Dude, most, most games in fucking, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Country league. Country league. Country. You know, like when teams play each other in France and when teams play each other in... Domestic league. Domestic league. Okay. <laughs> domestic league. Within domestic league, there's only three or four games where teams get shut out every week. Yeah. that's And it's your job to pick, you know, because here's the thing. There's fucking nine, ten games total, mm-hmm. and only three or four of them have a zero in them. Right. Yeah. So which games do both teams score and which games don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. And I'm saying in this man, you and Tottenham game, I think teams are going to score. I think defenses are going to have gaps. Right. And teams are going to be frustrated and they're going to want to score. Seems like it was very good pick. I'm not going to lie. All right. I'm going to read Dan's first pick. And here we go. Dan's first pick. This is at Dan Angel, two L's, 11. Uh, he's picking Union Berlin money line. It's at plus 105. And he says that Union at home has been outstanding. Um, they're playing Stugrat, by the way. Um, that He didn't write that. He That's what I'm saying. Uh, and Stugrat have been very poor away. Stugrat has gone 0-4-1 in its past five trips away. In the draw was against Greater Furt, um, which is the team that we constantly fade, by the way. Good fade. Good fade. Um, so this has a very good chance of happening. Um, so to repeat, Dan's first pick is Union Berlin money line plus 105 at home versus Greater Furt. And then my first pick, I'm in the bonus league as well. I'm going to go with a both teams to score, uh, Bayern Munich versus Hoffenheim. And I that by the way is like a like a minus two two sixty five or something like it it's very 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 strong to hit that both teams are going to score so I'm going to play that with a uh, a team total uh, of Bayer Luke Leverkusen over one and a half um, and that comes out to plus one hundred four. All right, so do I have to read Dan's play next? No, you do your play. And you can read Dan's after that. <clears throat> well, my next play is really simple. Mm-hmm. Atletico to advance. This will be like Tuesday, probably. I think yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. Yep. No, mm-hmm. Atletico is going to make it to the next round. And they're playing Man United. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Plus 165. Very nice. Very nice. So... Go ahead with Dan's next play right here. <clears throat> Sounds like uh, Dan is taking Liverpool in under two and a half goals at plus 325. So Liverpool's going to win. There's going to be less than two and a half goals. And this is a big risk, but the Reds have won seven straight and Brighton have been sh- Shout out in three of the past four. Brighton doesn't get blown out and has been a bit of a thorn in Liverpool's side. 
So this <laughs> doesn't seem to be Liverpool's <laughs> route of leads. This looks more like one over result. Uh, he believes that Liverpool is going to keep Brighton sliding. Yeah. And Liverpool's going to win. Yeah. And he, he's just he's just betting on Liverpool winning. And yeah, and that they don't just absolutely destroy him, basically. Right. All right. Um, for my next play, I'm gonna actually borrow one from Dan. Um, one of his, his more famous plays is to fade the Chicago Fire. Um, DC United hosting Chicago Fire. Chicago Fire, by the way, both their first games have been zero to zero. And um, that's thanks to the young goalie, uh, Selena or whatever, 17 year old, 18 year old goalie. US Super fans. excited about him. Yep. And, uh, but uh, the DC United at home versus Chicago Fire is at plus 105. So I'm going to take that. Yeah. Factory Dean's pick again. Oh, I'm doing the next one. Go ahead. Okay. Go All right. Yours. So my next, my next <laughs> one is going to be a three leg parlay. And it's minus 158. Which means it's probably going to lose by one leg, but at the same time, like I don't see anything losing here. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to come to you with guaranteed money, like just guaranteed money, and I'm taking Benfica under one and a half goals mm-hmm. on the fifteenth. Like I'm saying that they're not going to score more than one goal. Like if they score, it's going to be one goal. If the score against the Ajax is going to be one goal, period. Right. And then I'm taking AX to advance. Right. Like they're going to advance to the next round. And I'm taking the least amount of corners in that game. Which is? Probably 5.5. Okay. Like it's going to, it's, <laughs> dude, it's going to be like minus 1200. Right. I don't even know what the number is. I'm just saying I'm tacking that onto it. When I take the first two numbers, it's minus 158. If I tack that number onto it, it's going to be even money. Mm-hmm. Nice. Sounds very, very, very possible and very likely. Like AX is going to keep that. AX is going to keep it close mm-hmm. just to advance. Absolutely. All right. Um, so this is Dan's next pick. Um, he's heading um, all the way over to... The MLS uh, in the United States. Um, <laughs> he's got the Columbus crew and both teams to score at plus 210. Uh, goals tend to come in Columbus when these teams face off. Seven of the last eight meetings between the two in Ohio have seen both sides uh, find the net, with the lone exception being a scoreless draw. Um, even that gets an asterisk because uh, that was leg one of MLS playoffs and both team, uh, both sides played a very costly <clears throat> match. Uh, no caution is likely here. Columbus knows it's better and should play a free flowing match, but Toronto should have enough um, to slide one home. So this is the Columbus crew hosting <clears throat> um, Toronto Columbus Crew money line plus the both teams to score at plus two ten. Oh, I have the opposite of that. You have the opposite. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, well, I mean, where is he playing at? Where Where are they playing at? In Columbus. No. 
What? Columbus? Yeah, they were playing away from home. Were they? Do you have the opposite of that? You have the opposite of it? No, I get my shit in Europe. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, if you look up... Columbus no, it was in Columbus. It was in Columbus. I'm pretty sure we are looking it up. This is a live lookup. Yes, Columbus Crew is hosting Toronto FC. 12.30 tomorrow. 12.30 Central. I think it took Toronto money line. Yikes. Uh, I don't know. I mean, anything got all right, so my next what play. What did Dan say? It was uh, the Columbus money line plus full team score. He thinks Toronto's going to score, but the Columbus crew will win. The, yeah, Toronto money line. I mean, it, it's me going against it. Well, I mean, it happens sometimes. Right? <clears throat> it happens. All right, so my next one is staying in MLS. I am taking the most fadiest fade that you can do in MLS. I'm taking the Orlando City money line versus FC Cincinnati. Um, uh, Orlando City, especially at home, versus FC Cincinnati, who has proven that they're not good at all. Uh, um, and since that's just a high number, I'm going to add another money line which is atlanta united uh at home versus charlotte fc who hasn't scored yet and hasn't looked very great um and those two combined together is plus 131. all right so my my next play yes i'm taking lil plus two against chelsea okay and yes I'm going to parlay that with Juve to advance. Juve to advance. Okay. That is minus 116. Not bad, right? I'm going to put a couple units on that, but I'm also going to parlay that with under four and a half goals on Atletico and Menu. No matter what happens, I'm pretty sure at worst it's going to be two. Right. <clears throat> and if you take that number and parlay it, it's even money. Very even money. Like, so I could put 100 bucks on that three line. I could put 70 bucks on the third line. Like, the fact that these three line parlays are giving me even money is not fair. Right. Like, a few of them are just, like, fucking stupid. Like, Juve to advance. Yes. Juve to advance. Juve. Juve to advance. Yeah. Lil to lose by less than two. Mm-hmm. When the other team already has a 2-0 fucking advantage in aggregate. Right. And then Ajax to advance. Yeah. So, I mean, dude, no. we're going to have a good week. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to have a really fucking good week. I'm going to read uh, Dan's uh, – I'm going to call this a last play for Dan. Uh, um, he has uh, the New England 
He has New England and Orlando combined together, money line parlay at plus 125. He says, uh, I get... I get to back the most talented side in MLS at home and fade the weakest side in MLS on the road. He's talking about Cincinnati right there. And I get to put plus money to do it. Yes, please. New England should prove too strong for Salt Lake. And anytime you get the chance to go against Cincinnati on the road, you've got to jump on it. That was similar to the one I played too. Uh, they prove um, – to jump on it until they prove uh, otherwise. Uh, and uh, he also says, I cashed big on Cincinnati getting blank last week. I think Orlando can handle um, FC Cincinnati in Orlando. And then um, my last play is in Liga Mekis tomorrow. Um, I'm going with the Toluca double chance um, at home versus Pachuca. And I'm going to play that alongside of the Santos Laguna money line. I believe that game is on Sunday um, versus uh, Tijuana. And um, that comes out to a plus 210 right there. Mm. All right. And, you know, we just we really do want to let everybody out there know how much we love them. I feel like we owe some gratitude towards the Coda Capra Sports Gambling Network. I do want to say it's a little impressive how quickly I can say that and be this drunk. <laughs> Coda Capra Sports Gambling Network. Thank you took you. a breath. You took a breath, <laughs> asshole. No, it sounds. I never like took that. a breath. I said no, but it sounds good. Coda Cappers, Sports, Sports Gambling, Gambling Network. Network. Yeah, yeah, I know it sounds good, <laughs> but the point is, I never took a breath. Right, you didn't. You did. You did good. Yeah, we own everything. I mean, we won't have the show without them. So, anything else? No. All right. All right. Uh, so <laughs> thanks for joining us again. Shout out to Coda Cappers. Shout out to everybody who listens, and um, we'll see you guys next. Oh, yeah, time. no. So next week we have rosters dropping. Hopefully, uh, they'll probably drop. I mean, they'll drop. Something will drop. Something will drop. Maybe World War Three. Maybe a roster. Hope it's a roster. I hope it's a roster too. <laughs> All right. Well, we love you guys, and we love the network. We. We we really do love Coda Cappers. Yep. I mean, we talked about the idea of having a podcast that came to you guys and gave you our true, you know, United States national team feelings, like like our true unadulterated emotions about the topic. Yep. And we felt we we came into contact with this network and they gave us an opportunity. And I dude, I fucking love these guys. There are there are guys in this network who are younger than me who appreciate the love of soccer. Yeah. Genuinely appreciate the love of soccer. And then there's other guys in the network who just like straight up say soccer sucks. Yeah. And then I'll we respond. love them. We love them as much. No, dude, I'll respond with like objectively objectively bad take. And they're like, objectively is the most overly used fucking verb in the <laughs> english language and it's like 
No, dude, that's a fucking bad take. Like, we're in a World Cup year. Bro, we're in a fucking World Cup year. Right. It's... All right. (laughs) (laughs) So, join us next week? Dude, no, dude, dude, dude. Thomas, no, no, we cannot sign off yet. Look at me. Look me in the eyes. I'm looking you in the eyes. World Cup 2022. It's a fucking World Cup year. It's a World Cup year. Yes. So, please, uh, start liking soccer. Because if not... It doesn't give a (laughs) fucking matter of fucking fuck if you like soccer. It's 2022, and there's a World Cup, bitch. (laughs) There is a fucking World Cup. And if you don't love us now, you will love us in nine months, bitch. Don't be late to the game. Thanks for joining. (laughs) We'll see you guys.